All right, good morning and welcome to 2024. 2024, can you imagine? Can you believe that? What happened with 2023? It kind of zipped by, didn't it? It kind of zipped by. morning as we get started, I want to talk about goals, okay? I mean, um, we're all talking about goals, right? What happens? What do you think about when you think of goals in January? What, what comes to mind? New Year's resolutions. Yeah, New Year's resolutions, yeah. We're going to take a look at it today. What's wrong with goals? Young people. Yeah, we're going to see there's something drastically wrong here. Did you see the statistics? And, and I maintain, and I've really been saying, you know, I, I, it always annoys me. I, I am goal-oriented. I, I, like, I like goals. So when I looked into this, I thought to myself, hmm, what does the Bible say about goals? And, and you know, and I, so I, I took a look at this. Look at this. 70% of us, 70% of Americans out of 100% say they have goals. Are we ready for this? Okay. 3% actually have goals. So we say we do, but we don't. So if you don't have goals, you're the majority. You're 97%. Look at this one. 1% 1 have written SMART goals. And I'll talk about what SMART means in just a minute. Pastor Terry was all in the lesson today. All in the lesson. But that's the Holy Spirit, isn't it? Think about this. 1%. Only 1%. That's 1 out of 100. Now look at this. 40% of that 1% out of 100 speak their goals. That's 1. That's 4 out of 1,000. Four out of a thousand. See, that's impossible. Really? Did, did you have written goals last year? Well, no. Okay. Well, then you're you're in the you know nine hundred and ninety six. Did you achieve? How can you achieve them if you don't write them? So here's the deal. It's a lot of baloney. It just is. Well, let's take a look at it. If, if anything was that was that bad, what would we do with it? Right? If you say you got a you've got a one percent chance of living <laughs> by stuff in order now. Something's wrong with goals. Thirty-five percent who start New Year's resolutions will abandon within one week. Thirty-five percent. Eighty percent by February. But remember, most people don't write them down. So if you don't write it down, really not a goal. It may be a resolution. I'm resolute to do something. Now we're going to take a look at what God's word has to say about it because it's a disaster. It's a joke, but it really shouldn't be a joke. So let me ask you is God goal oriented? Does God have a plan and a purpose? Is He a God of order? You're just living your life. Good for you. Go for it. But that's not what the word of God has to say. Look at this the 10 most common resolutions. Now, this is the problem with goals as I see it exercise more. Lose weight. Get organized. Learn a new skill or hobby. These are the top 10 now. These are the top 10. I've gone over a lot of these, just going on the web and searching all these different websites and all these self-help books. Live life to the fullest. Save more money, spend less money. I quit smoking. Spend more time with family and friends. Travel more, read more. These are all good things. But look at this. Can I, can I say this to you? Look at, look at, look at. Exercise more. Me, lose weight. Me, 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 me. Me, me, others, me, me. 90% of the top 10 are me. So who's it all about? So when goals are all about you, good luck. Yes, you can. there are people that have resolved. There are people who are incredibly disciplined. Most people are not. And this is not about most people. This is about you. You want to make it about others. It's about you. You don't want to make it all right. Let's see what the word of God has to say about it. So 
why don't we accomplish our goals? What do you think? Why don't we accomplish our goals? Good morning, guys. Good to see you. Why don't we accomplish our goals? Willpower. We don't have the willpower to do it. Good. What else? Why don't we accomplish our goals? Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. <laughs> We're too busy. We're too busy. Anything else? Medical reasons. Medical reasons. What else? Forget. Forget. Yeah, we forget. It really, you know what? Can I tell you something? Really not important. And guess what? Really not committed to it. Right? Think about it. If you're committed to it, you're going to get it done. How do you know? Things happen like I get a bad diagnosis. You say to the doctor, I'll do whatever you say. Well, you need to do this, this, and this. Does he have your attention? Are you probably going to be on top of that if you want to live? Right? The problem is we just don't have, you know, we, just, we don't want to. That's great being an adult, right? What do we do? What do we do as adults? What do we want to do? I want to quit my job, I quit my job. There are consequences, but I can do what I want to do. Want to sleep in, I sleep in. Want to go to church, I go to church. I want to be in a Bible study, I'm in a Bible study. If I don't, I don't. I maintain priorities, number one. Let's get started on how to set godly goals. Godly priorities. Now, here's the deal. You're either not a believer. You're not a Christ follower. There are 2.8 billion Christians in the world. You with me? 2.8 billion. Out of 8 billion people, 2.8 billion people call themselves Christians. Do you think they're all Christ followers? It's a religion of choice. But remember, to be a Christ follower, you have to repent of your sin. And you have to ask Jesus to save you. If you have not repented of your sin, and you don't realize there was a time in your life when you said, Lord, I'm sorry for my sin. I want to change. Help me. And you have Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. That is now in the group that I'm talking to. Are you with me? If you haven't done that, this isn't going to make any sense. And Pastor Terry would say you can go to sleep. But if you're a believer, you need to listen carefully. Because we're all messed up. When it comes to goal setting, we're all messed up. Family priorities, God first. He says, have no other God before me, doesn't he? What do we have before the Lord? There's something. We all have that tendency to have things before the Lord. It may be good things. It could be exercise. I exercise and I don't spend time with the Lord. That's a God. It's before him. Spouse. Ephesians 5, 25. For husbands, this means love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church, he gave up his life for her. Honor your wife, men, as your queen. So why don't you talk to women? Because I'm talking to men. Because if we get the men straight, ladies, what happens? They're served. You're right. <laughs> We're good. The problem is not with women. Men have to learn that they are to be a good husband. And maybe that's your goal this year. That's a good goal to be a better husband. But that's just a resolution right now. It hasn't become a goal yet. Family. Husbands are going to be a spiritual leader of the family. You're the ones, husbands, to have your family in church, to have your family in Bible study, to be leading family worship. You are the one to do that. And grandparents and uncles and aunts, we have to encourage our children. They're the one. They're the ones. And guess what? If the man doesn't do it, who needs to step up to the plate? Help me. Right? The bottom line is, if the, if the man doesn't take charge of it, the woman's got to help. That's a way of helping. But sometimes what happens is, you don't, 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 uh, you know, the reality is, this is your job. <laughs> I'm going to help you here, but it's not my job. And that's where we get into some of It's priorities. What's more important, your hobby or your family? 
What's more important, your family or the Lord? If you put your family before the Lord, that's just not going to work out. We know how that ends. It doesn't end well. Why is our world messed up? Because we don't look at the spiritual aspect. Did you see one thing about spirituality in those top 10 that I had there? <clears throat> about the spiritual aspect of life. Even Covey was the first. He just saw it on the screen. Was it first or was it last? It was last. I maintain that the spiritual aspect of life must come first. Hobbies and all others are next. With me? Do you have your priorities straight? Now look at somebody else. Do you have your priorities straight? If you don't have your priorities straight, the first goal for 2024 is get your priorities straight. How do you do that? I just decide one day I'm going to get my priorities straight. How do I do it? That's what we're going to talk about next. Our spiritual goals. Prayer. First Thessalonians 5.17. Never stop praying. When you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you're communicating with him constantly all day long. Thoughts all day long. You're talking to him. You never stop praying. That might be something you need to focus on for 2024. I don't understand what that means. Well, I can tell you where it starts. And, and, and I, just, I was talking to, uh, to, to Kathleen and Brent Carr, uh, uh, Sharon's uh, daughter and son-in-law, and my future daughter-in-law and son-in-law. Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about, why well, January 1st? Why does it always have to be January? Can I create a goal in February? How about March or April? Or May or June? This, this, this all comes upon us, and we just go like, ah, have goals. Yeah, here they are. Ah, 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 ah. Now, here's my goals. It is. This is what I'd like to be. But there's no, well, you see that you see four out of a thousand. Four out of a thousand actually achieved the goals they wrote down. Jesus often left with disciples to spend time with his father, didn't he? Prayer. Here's what's important. Take it to the Lord. The God of the universe does not care about our goals. I look at it this way. I'm, I'm going to say it a number of times. My goals. There's no farther. No, they're mine. What are your goals? Do you mean, do you mean what are God's goals for me? Ah, there's the difference. You either have your goals, which is, okay, Lord, here's my goals for the year. Here it is. These are my goals. What's the Lord say? You got vaccinated. They're your goals. It's not my plan. That's the plan. How about this? Lord, what would you want to do through me in 2024? What do you want me to accomplish? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to accomplish through me? You got that? What do you want to accomplish through me? The problem with goals is they're all self-centered. They may sound good, it may be good, but it's not God. This God's got to be all over. He's got goals for each one of us. Did you know that? He has goals for each one of us for 2024. How do I know what God's goals are for me? How do I know? Hmm? Any thoughts about that? How do I know what God's goals are for me? I got to talk to him, don't I? Does it help to ask him? Can I ask him? I was studying a Bible study, right? How many people you know were in Bible study? Take, 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 list all the people that you know in your head. You know your family, your neighbors, your friends. How many people are involved in an active Bible study? And I submit to you, not all. The problem with our country our, our, is all spiritual. We fix the spiritual aspect of our country. We're going to fix our country. I was listening to a, a Catholic bishop 
synergize. Do some Glenn Beck, a Catholic bishop. No, I have some I have some disagreements with his theology, but for the most part, you know what he talked about most of the time? A relationship with Jesus. He's been ostracized by the Pope. By the Pope, they put him in another position. They fired him for that position, put him down here. He talked to me, talked to constantly about a relationship with Jesus, his relationship with Christ. Bible study. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You can't grow here. You can't grow unless you're in the word of God. And the word of God gets in you. I love what Pastor Terry said this morning. You know, Psalm 119.11. My word have I hid in my heart that I might not what? You got to hide. You got to hide God's word. Maybe that's your goal. I'm going to memorize and we'll get on that in just a second. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's the only offensive weapon we have. The only offensive weapon we have is the sword of the spirit, is the, is the word of God. That's it. All the rest of them are defensive. Constant worship, consistent, rather, rather consistent worship. How can you be a, how can you be an effective Christ follower if you're not worshiping? I hear people saying today, well, you know, I worship online. No, no, no. It's not what the word of God says. The word of God says this, and let us not neglect the meeting of ourselves together. It doesn't say online through Zoom. There are times to do that. If you're sick, we don't like you here. Join online. But I'm saying when you're not ill, when you're here, you're serving. You, you, you come and you eat. Because the Bible word of God said, let us not neglect like the meeting of ourselves together, as some people do. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Do we need encouragement? Do we need fellowship? Believers need to be fellowshipping. This is where we come and we gather, we get together, and we learn how to be better Christ followers, right? That, that's what this should be. We should learn. Pastor Terry said it this morning. He said, hey, the church is great, but get in a small group. This is a small group. This is a small group. It's getting bigger, but it's still small. It's not the size of the church. Sharing your faith. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. You know, that's our whose responsibility is that the pastors. Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. About telling your story. You have your story. Maybe that's your maybe that's one of your goals. For 2024, get my story together. Write it out. If you don't have a story, come see me or talk to him. Maybe you're not happy with your story. Your story can start today. What do you mean by story? It means how and when I came to Christ. The day, I may not know the day and month, but I know there was a moment in time when I repented of my sin and I asked Jesus to save me. We should know our story. Maybe that's it because we've got to be able to share our story. Why? Because that's our job. God says, listen, guys. As my followers, if you're a true follower of mine, you will share your faith. Period. No options. Not like it would be nice if you did. No, he says, this is it. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. That's not our pastor's job. That's our job. I don't, I don't know how to share my faith. Seven-year-old girl, many of you have heard this. Seven-year-old girl went to her doctor. She loved Jesus. She said, doctor, she said, did you ever ask Jesus? To be your savior, he said, you know, little, you know, no, I didn't. Would you like to ask him in your heart? He said, I would. She said, just ask him. Just say, Jesus, save me from my sins. I want to follow you. And she led a PhD, a doctor, a medical doctor to Christ. This is not complicated. Satan wants to complicate lives and complicate our minds. He wants, to, he wants to mess with us. He's constantly messing with us. 
he messes with goals because they're really ineffective. Having a daily quiet time, just you and Jesus. I will tell you this, and I'll share this. I'm putting a goal together. This goal didn't come on January 1st. This was something that I knew that I needed to do, and it just kind of happened in, in, a, in a way that I needed to spend more time with him. And I realized if I was going to do that, it needed to be very specific, like first thing in the morning. In fact, we're going to get on that just because goals must be smart. Let's talk about this. It needs to be specific. I want to have my quiet time first thing in the morning because I know once I get going, it's going to be hard. It doesn't mean it's every day. It's probably 90, 98% of the time. There are times when I might have it late in the morning because stuff happens, but it's a majority of the time. That's the goal. It's specific. First thing in the morning, measurable. Yes, every day. It's measurable. Every day I need to spend time with him. Quiet time. It's when I get my head together. It's when I read the word of God and it strengthens me and I can go into the day confident that he's leading and I'm following. Achievable. Is it achievable? Yes, it's something I can achieve. I can do that. I can do that. I can get up the first thing in the morning. Actually, the first thing I do in the morning is I make my bed. And I put on the coffee. And I brush my teeth. And I fix my coffee. Then I have my quiet time. It's achievable. It's measurable. Is it relevant? You bet it is. I need to spend time with Jesus. I have to. Sometimes it's longer than others. But I want to give myself an hour. And in that time, there are things that I do. There are people that I text. There's things that he brings to my mind. There's I read the word and I, and I, I meditate and I pray for every family member every day. And, and, and many of you who are on the prayer list. I didn't get there overnight. And I'm not there yet. You with me? I'm not there yet. But it's something that I want to accomplish in 2024. I know if I don't have my quiet time, I'm not going to grow the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I know this is every time to stay close to the Lord is now, isn't it? With all the stuff going on, you better hold on to your hats. It's going to get up. He's there. Satan's stirring the pot, and the Lord's letting him. You see what's happening. Boy, if there's ever time to be able to witness. Time-related. You bet it's time-related. It's time-related. Not, not a problem with time. So all of our goals have to pass through this test. They have to be this. Say, well, I want to be a better listener. Is it specific? Yes. I want to be a better listener. Is it measurable? No. <laughs> that's a good thing to have I guess you can probably measure it by talking to your spouse here's one Here's one a good, great goal for 20 do you want to have a better marriage here's one for you say to your spouse what can I do to be a better spouse what can I do to be a better spouse and hold on to yourself do not get defensive because if you ask that question you need to be ready to take some criticism why because that will make you a better person we play these games with each other and nobody really, really is honest with each other or, or anything but transparent. Then all of a sudden, one day, the big D comes, the big divorce. I never knew. Shame on you. You didn't tell your spouse. Shame on you if you're not asking your spouse that question. What can I do to be a better spouse? Spiritual goals. First Corinthians, love, love for your highest goal. Wow. So whether we're in this body or away from this body, our goal is to please who? Please him. It pleases him to say, Lord, what are your goals for me? What do you want to accomplish through me in 2024? Obviously, I'm not trying to win people for the approval of uh, people, but of God. Pleasing people where my goal would not be Christ's servant. There's Paul. Okay? Not, please, not a people pleaser, but a God pleaser. But you will see power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout the and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. One big thing. It separates a believer 
from a non-believer. Christ followed from a non-Christ followed. We have the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. It gives us the power to do what God wants us to do. Amen? Let's, in 2024, okay, let's talk to Jesus, our Lord and Savior, about our goals. Let's make that the priority. Let's talk to him and see what he wants to accomplish through each one of us. Let's pray. Father, as we lay these goals, our 2024 before you, Lord, it's going to be a great year. But Lord, we need to do it in your power and your strength and your way. Father, help us to have less of me and more of you. That I would step aside. Lord, we're so proud. And, and Lord, you, you got to break us. And I just pray that we would have a broken and contrite spirit, that we would have a humble heart, realizing you're the God of the universe. And that we wouldn't be so arrogant to say, I'm going to have goals and I want you to bless them, Lord. Rather say, Lord, what is your goal? What do you want to accomplish through me in 2024? And we'll be sure to get an answer from you, Lord, because you have plans, big plans for each one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Guys, I'll be back in just a minute. Give me a minute here. Uh, don't, uh, I'm coming back. Don't leave me. I'll be right back. We'll end the meeting and start.